podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Phillips Laven of the 1012 Podcast here. Have you been listening to this show for a while and thought, you know, if that guy can do this, then so can I? Well, you're, you're probably right. And it's worth giving a shot. The one question you're going to ask yourself is, how do I get my podcast out for everyone to listen to on iTunes, on Spotify? Well, you're going to need a hosting site. And if I may make a suggestion, go with Anchor. It's easy and it's free, which is great for podcast hobbyists uh, who aren't exactly expecting this to make a lot of income, especially starting out. Anchor is fantastic. Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need in one place. It has the tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And when hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your show on listening platforms like we mentioned Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And again, it is totally free. It's fantastic. It is what we use. And if it's what we use, it's what we're going to suggest to others. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Again, that is the Anchor app or anchor.fm to get started with your podcast. Welcome to the 1012, the podcast that covers all 10 teams in the Big 12 Conference. I'm your host, Philip Slavin. Thank you for joining us today. Oh, there's something really cathartic and really just pleasing about today's show. That I'm just I'm just so excited because today is the first time, and Monday will be our second time, but we're finally fully getting the old band back together. The, the band that will be with us through the college football season. Because every Thursday here on the show, we make picks for the weekend ahead of every Big 12 game. Or most of them, at least. Um, and I do that with my two good friends who I am so excited to welcome back here. Our pro picker, Daniel Alexander with Grinders of Blinders. Daniel, welcome back, man. Hey, great to be here. Thanks for having me. And of course, uh, the LGG OG himself, Chris Ross, joining us as usual. Chris, welcome, man. Yeah, it's good to be back. I can't believe we got football right around the corner. We have football technically this weekend, um, if you're the kind of sicko who wants to start your season off with Nebraska-Illinois, uh, and then we get Big 12 action starting next Friday with Kansas, followed by everyone else on Saturday. So um, we got a few things to get to today. Uh, we've got the CEO of Symbol, our new Big or 1012 network sponsor. He's going to come up later. Uh, our good friend Albie Shore of Tortillas and Takes podcast is going to talk with us about the the tech bet and, and their half of that that the Daniel made. If you if you missed that episode back in June, we're going to, we're going to talk about it. And of course, we're going to just do a little betting advice for all of you because I realize there's, it's not like I am not some pro better. Neither is Chris. Neither are a lot of you listeners. So I want to give us some some good solid just general advice before we go into the season. If you just feel like dropping some dollars on a, on a game or two and and having not feeling like you're blind. Before we get to all that, I just got to go through this real quick. Um, obviously, the big news in college football this week is um, the Alliance, which is the name everybody's using. I know some people don't like it. Um, the Consortium is something that I've seen. The uh, Alliance between teams that are just angry at the SEC, whatever you want to call it. 
The Pac-12, Big Ten, ACC have formed a, an, an alliance of sorts. It's not a real one. Um, it's all just like wink, wink, nudge, nudge, handshake. Everybody good? Yeah, let's roll with it kind of thing with some potential scheduling stuff that really can't begin till closer to like 2030, 2035 when enough teams have enough clear spots on their non-conference slate to, to make it happen. But but for now, they're all in, in lockstep and, and whatever. I'm not going to spend a bunch of time on this because I – Everyone else has done such a good job covering it. Uh, and if I can make a suggestion for, for a couple of places to go and, and read and get just wonderful, wonderful analysis, analyses, uh, that's whatever. Uh, Jason Kirk wrote an article for US Today's For the Win. Um, you can check that out there or go to his Twitter account at Jason Kirk. Uh, and Matt Brown of Extra Points, who we've had on the show many times, I'm a big fan of the work he does. Uh, he pu- published a, uh, a newsletter on Wednesday going over it. It's very yin and yang. Like both are very skeptical and pointing out all the flaws and the potential good of this, but one's very snarky and one's a little more straight to the point. Both are excellent. So go and read both of those. You will come away feeling very kind of satisfied with where things sit. What is important information is this. Um, Pac-12 Commissioner George Klyavkov told The Athletic after this whole deal uh, that the conference will announce its decision whether or not to expand later this week. Um, It's currently 8.40 on Wednesday and the news has not dropped. That's not saying that it won't drop in the next 30 minutes because that's the kind of way this offseason has been is like, hey, you had a plan, tough. Um, That's going to come down the pipe. And that is the thing that matters the most to the remaining eight because this is going to decide really very quickly what direction the teams should be moving in, whether to continue the efforts to try and land in a Power 5 conference or if that door is shut and every the conversations need to go in a different direction. Um, I expect that to probably come down to some like Friday afternoon, evening, like news dump, like things are going. Um, I don't feel especially good about it, but I'm not going to sit here and tell you I know one way or the other what's about to happen. So we will address that when it happens, probably on Monday's show with with Andy and Jamie. <clears throat> I am looking forward to it because I am I am just looking forward to having some sense of clarity as to where things might be going for the next few years of the Big Twelve and having at least some more of a sense of direction that we have had for the past month, month and a half, however long this has been going on. So all that aside, let's talk betting. It's such a big part of college athletics and college football. It kind of has been like under like the rug in the dark corner, but it's becoming more and more prevalent. Everyone's talking about it. Of course, we're going to talk about it. Um, and look, I'll be blunt. I don't. I don't put money on games. Um, I'm just. That's not who I am. I, I don't like betting because I don't like losing, <laughs> and I'm too sore a loser to want to do that. But I think it's neat. I think it's awesome. And bravo to the people who were smart enough to do it successfully and make money off of it. I, I'm. I'm very impressed by those people because it's something I just don't feel the ability to do, nor do I have the time to research and doing it effectively. Um, so, Chris, I'm going to let you kind of bounce back and forth here with me with questions of your own if you're interested. And Daniel, I want to just start off with this. Um, as I said off the top, we've got people who listen to our show and they listen to our Thursday episodes. Mostly, I think, curious to hear what we think about the games. But but let's say someone is listening and, and has never been betting before, has never put any money on a game, or, or, or is interested in trying to maybe do a little bit more of it than just a one-off against his buddy for a, you know, a, a stupid bet. Like, what would you say are like your, your one or two just most important principles of, of doing this? For someone who, I guess, you know, I don't know the lack of a better word, like a weekend warrior or, you know, hey, I'm going to be watching a bunch of games on Saturday – I want to get a better two down 
Um, a good, like the number one thing to remember is uh, stay within your means and have fun, right? Wh whatever that amount is, 10 bucks, 20 bucks, something like that. Uh, the number one way that sports betting becomes not fun is when you overextend yourself watching some games on Saturday and Sunday. And for anyone who's got a Bovada account or, you know, bookmaker or whatever, it may be an online book. Well, now everyone's got DraftKings and FanDuel because it's legal in half this country. You guys know what I'm talking about. You get overextended. You have a couple beers and you think, oh, I'm going to put $100 on the Hawaii over and that's going to bail me out for the day. So um, last game of the day, right? The bailout. But so the number one rule is keep it a reasonable amount, right? An amount for you that's no big deal. Whatever that is, it doesn't matter. Five bucks, 10 bucks, 50 bucks. Um, and then a, a basic, maybe enjoyable way to start if you're very new to sports betting is stick to the game you're going to watch. Stick to your favorite team. Um, a, a great angle is bet the totals. You can bet team totals. If you're watching Oklahoma and you think they're going to score a ton of points on Kansas on Saturday, uh, there's a bet called a team total. You know, it's going to be over under 38 and a half Oklahoma. Take your 10 or 20 bucks you want to have some fun with. Obviously, it's fun to bet the over. You go bet over for the points on Oklahoma. You could do that for a full game as well. Uh, Kansas is going to play Stanford week one. A lot of people think that's going to be, uh, excuse me, Kansas State, Stanford. A lot of people think it's going to be a sluggish, you know, uh, sort of dogfight in the trenches. If you think it's going to be a low scoring game, you just go take your 10 or 20 bucks and you bet the under. So, you know, for someone who's just literally kind of just starting out, maybe just opened an account somewhere, you want to have some fun, stick to your teams, stick to games you're going to watch. Don't worry too much about, you know, you know, I don't know what's going on. I don't know offense, this, that, the other. Hey, it's your 10 or 20 bucks to just go enjoy yourself. Stick with teams you like. Bet some overs. Cheer for touchdowns. Chris, you want to hop in or are you? Uh, are you oh, right? okay. I wasn't sure how we were formatting <laughs> this. Okay. I was just kind of waiting for you to do something. Nudge, nudge, um, poke. Yeah, sorry. Did, yeah. did I end that too abrupt? You're going to clean all this up, right? Did I end that too abruptly? <laughs> Never. Uh, we're, we, don't, we don't edit anymore. We just throw it in there and hope it sounds good. Love it. All right, cool. <laughs> no, I mean, I think a lot of what Daniel says makes sense, obviously. I mean, he's the professional. Why, why wouldn't it make sense? Um, no, it, it definitely makes sense. I know that... Um, doing the show, we always pick Big 12 teams, but something that I've always kind of done just picking on my own is no matter what, I, I pick like a, I narrow it down to like three to five, somewhere in there, and I put the same amount on each game and, and try to play the average, right? Like, like I'm not going to win them all. If I, if I do, then fantastic. But I'm, win, I'm just looking to win the majority. Um, I mean, you got to take juice in, into account, but that should leave me with a profit more weeks than not. I hear you. you're thinking, you know, you're saying bet three games or five games, something like that. You can go two and one, you go three and two, you got 20 bucks down on a game, you know, after juice, you made 15, 18 bucks or something like that. Just mm -hmm. enjoying your Saturday, right? Yeah. You've picked, you've identified a reasonable amount of games. And again, reasonable means in your budget, you know, 50 bucks, maybe 10 mm -hmm. bucks a game, hundred bucks, 20 bucks a game. And you can go enjoy your full day, right? My buddies and I call it going coast to coast. You yeah. start, you st start with the morning games, 
get the bailout on Hawaii 12 hours later, go coast to yeah, coast. Because what I found in that is if, you know, yeah, I really like this game, right? Like to me, like it, it screams, and I put like most of my money in that one. And then for whatever reason, that bust, then I have to win every other game, which is probably not likely to, you know, try to get my money back. But, you know, I, I just feel like staying disciplined and trying to keep those bets even across the board, um, you'll be better off in the long run, probably. And that's called flat staking. Just so you know, that's a term that gets used. Flat, okay. flat staking, that means, hey, I've got the same amount on each game today. I'm betting four games. I'm putting $25 risking per game, flat staking across the board. I had I asked you this on our June third episode, Daniel, when you were on, but I, I want to do it again just in case someone hasn't didn't is listening now and didn't hear then. You mentioned the word juice. What what does juice mean? So juice is basically uh, what you've got to pay a book to allow you to make the bet. So uh, the book sort of charges you a percentage or they you know a fee, more or less, to place your bet. It's called the juice. That's uh, vig or juice. Juice is a more modern term. That's what's used these days when you're talking to people. Um, you'll see that, uh, and the way they price it is basically for every hundred dollars or every dollar, whatever denomination you want to look at. Look at. You'll see a lot of times. Uh, for example, you want to bet that Oklahoma over thirty-eight and a half. I was talking about earlier, and you're going to see the number, and then on a sports book, you're going to see next to it, it says minus one hundred eight. Well, what that means is, if you if you want to win a dollar, you have to give them a dollar and eight cents. Or if you want to win a hundred dollars, you have to give them a hundred and eight dollars. That extra eight is the juice. Um, so you actually want to be a little aware of that. If you have two sports books, you want to compare the numbers against the two sports books. If you have DraftKings and FanDuel, well, if one guy's charging you, you know, ten dollars to win a, you know, to win your hundred dollars, meaning you got to give them a hundred and ten to win a hundred. And the other guy is only charging you 105 to win 100, then you want to go, you know, with the lower juice. The juice is basically what the book charges you to place the bet. Um, you know, some intermediate stuff is line shopping, but we'll get into that later. You know, price shopping, line shopping, like buying down a point or half a point. Uh, not or... not so much that. Just sort of getting the best price you can. Hey, I want to win. Oh, I got bucks. you. Yeah. One book's going to charge me 105. One book's going to charge me 110. One book's going to charge me 117. It's like prices are all over the place. You'll find swings in the juice of, you know, if we're, if we're talking about winning $100, swings of 10, 15, 20 bucks across different books. It's crazy. So um, wow. you just want so, to go ahead. Yeah. I mean, what, what I kind of found was that in, in my philosophy of betting, even across the board, um, to really make any money doing it, you have to win about 60%. Um, I mean, technically less than that, you break even, but like that 60% number uh, was always my target to be above, uh, to have a good week or to have a good season, I guess. 60% mm -hmm. is a great number. If you're paying sort of the standard industry juice is, uh, we say 10 cents. Meaning if you want to win a hundred, you got to put down $110. That's sort of the standard number that you're going to find in the industry. Uh, to break even, on your bets, you have to hit about 52 and a half percent of your bets. So if you make a hundred bets in a year, you got to win about 52 or 53 out of that hundred to break even paying the juice. So, you know, the books, they charge you that fee. They're ahead of the game already, right? You, 
I take one side, you take the other side, that book's winning 10 bucks no matter what happens, right? I put up 110, you put up 110. You lose, I win. Book keeps 10 bucks. So, you know, they're, they're making their money no matter what. That's House the, always the wins. House wins. That's the juice. So, so your goal of 60%, if you could hit that every year, you would be a professional making hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars. So definitely keep that as a goal. Hitting sixty percent of your bets every single year. I, I can only do that in football. <laughs> no, no, it's no, real talk. No, it's a good target. You know, especially if you're a recreational weekend warrior, better putting together four or five games. That's a great way to look at it, right? Like, let's do my best work. You know, take my best shots and try to win three out of five every Saturday. That's 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 a good place to be. You know, going into the weekend as a weekend better. So I'd say keep that up. That's a good target. I think that's also good to know of, of like, I think sometimes when we, when we, you know, you watch movies of like guys who bet and it's like, guys on a roll, he's, he's hit every single one. It's like, realistically, like successful betting is a three out of five, you know, day. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's not like I have to go, I only got five or four. Like you shouldn't be disappointed in saying I placed five bets today and I only won three of them. Like that's a good day. It's a great day. Uh, uh if a pro could make five bets a day and win three, I mean, the guy's guy's a great professional making a lot of money. You know, it's, you. A, it's, a, it's a great number to target. On the show, we've always done our, we've done against the spread, which is, you know, whatever team is favored by however many points. Um, or, and we, we also use over under, which is, you know, a point total for the entire game. How many points will the team combine? Um, uh, this year we're going to add, um, and yes, I steal things from other shows because I hear shows do things and I'm like, well, that sounds like fun. Let's try that. Uh, we're going to add a little money line sprinkle. Um, so Daniel, do me a favor. Explain to everybody what the difference between like the money line is versus everything else. Uh, the money line, you are just betting on the team to win straight up regardless of what the spread has been set. Uh, you see, you know, when Oklahoma goes and plays Kansas, it's some gigantic spread. 24 points, 27 points. What that means is a bookmaker is telling you, if you want to win $100, we're going to charge you that 110 bucks. And if you want to bet that Oklahoma is going to cover a 24-point spread, that means Oklahoma is going to win by 25 or more points. Um, So that's the spread. The difference is the money line is you are betting a team to win regardless of the spread. Now, when it's a giant favorite like Oklahoma – you win almost nothing. You put down a hundred bucks on a money line for Oklahoma against Kansas. You're going to win like literally $8. Very literal. It's, you know, they're except if it's Kansas versus Texas and you put your money on Kansas, then you win big money. Then, uh, so, you know, you'll, when you see those numbers, you'll see plus 700 plus 800. Mm-hmm. That's essentially how much you're going to win. If you put down a hundred dollar bet, that's, that's how that, uh, is calculated. So if you see that, um, I mean, I'll just, let me just pull a relevant example, right? Let's, uh, what's that Texas ULL week one, right? Louisiana Lafayette. Here we go. So right now the line is eight. That means Texas needs to win by nine or more for you to win your bet. The money line right now is plus 260 on Louisiana Lafayette. So if you put down a hundred dollars and just said, Hey, raging Cajuns, they're going to beat Sark that, that opening weekend. They're just going to win straight up. If you put down $100, you're 
on the money line, meaning they have to win the game straight up. They don't get points. You will win. You'll get your hundred dollars back, and they'll get another two hundred and sixty dollars. Oh, so it's it's the plus plus whatever you put down. Correct. Plus. Okay. That's right. right. Plus. So and that's that's interesting. Okay. To take it the other way, Texas is minus three twenty. That means you have to put down three hundred and twenty dollars to win one hundred. So, <sighs> so Texas just to win the game, you give them three hundred twenty bucks. Texas wins. Boom. Bookmaker gives you back your three twenty, and then you get your hundred dollars. Okay. Okay. Is there a point at where it, that money line kind of goes away? So, like, say you have a a point and a half favorite, uh, but you think your team's going to win. Could you, you know, try to get just a little bit better value by going with the money line and giving up that point and a half or two and a half points? You know, in, in those tighter margin games. Oh, sure, um, sure. Is there value? Is there value there? That's too, that's too broad of a question to answer. Um, but what I think you're asking me though, is it better, right? Is it better to sort of skip? I'm going to use Texas Tech Houston as an example. Okay. Texas Tech week one, they're favored right now. They're favored by one and a half points. Um, and so on the money line, they are minus 120. What that means is you could pay 110 and they win by two or more. You win your bet. Or you could pay 120 to win 100, and all they have to do is win. So, is there value? You know, I don't. I don't know. I'm not going to get into the exact price of of one point on a 65 point total at a neutral site and all that kind of stuff. But you'll sweat way less, right? All you got to do is just hope Texas Tech wins. You lay 120 dollars down to win 100. You know, go Texas Tech. So on a short spread like that for a weekend warrior, it might just be more fun to bet the money line and just hope you win that way. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. That, that, yeah. that becomes a sort of a preference thing. You know, like I said, we can get real deep into it. Yeah, I, the exact I guess what I was wondering is like, if you can just kind of cut into the juice a little bit, you know, um, you know, just say, yeah, I'll give up that point and a half to make, you know, pay a little less juice or. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's going to come down to preference. And I would say anyone listening who's essentially not a pro or not tying up thousands of dollars into this, just do what feels the most comfortable to you when you're dealing with maybe a a one or two point favorite. You know what I mean? You just take whatever route you want and don't really worry about the math. So I realize this is kind of a, just being real, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. This is a, uh, a difficult to answer to, or question to answer to the extent of like, obviously I don't want you to give away mm-hmm. all your secrets in any way, shape, or form. But like, if if you're so like, obviously I'm weird on betting on favorite teams, and I'm going to ask you about betting on teams you like in a minute because there's there's a weird like, do I I don't want to I don't want to lose twice, sure, <laughs> um, right, right. But like, what 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 do you look for? Like, I, I we're all fans of college football, and we all think we know things, and then crazy stuff happens. But like. What what do you – is there something you kind of look for to feel like there's a – I'm going to use air quotes because I don't think this is a real term, like safe bet. I realize that that's a – it's a silly term. But like are there just kind of things if you're like, okay, I want to do this. I, I feel good about these three. Uh, well, let's go for one more. What what's What is something you would be like, well, this is interesting because of this? Mm, you mean I, I guess – so I can maybe better understand your question. Are you asking me sort of what are sort of some, what I feel like for me 
are like tried and true angles that I look for and can lean on? Is that sort of what you mean when I'm betting? How do you how do you make your picks? How do you find the games you how do you, how do you identify games that you you're interested in? Um, if I gave you the real answer, this could be like a five or six hour pod. <laughs> so part uh, one. <laughs> um, Explain it to us like we're five. Uh, uh, basically, okay. So, wow, crap. Even five year old, they'd be like, "What are you talking about, dude?" Uh, like, where, where is, where do I feel like the price is incorrect? Let's go back, and I'm going to talk about an example. Back to that Texas Tech Houston. Uh, if you remember, Phil, this summer that when they were opening some like super early lines, mm-hmm. Texas Tech. Oh, I think opened minus seven. Yeah, and it was it was close like, to I, a touchdown. Yeah, you and I were tweeting back and forth, and I was like, I really hope that that line is still around. You know, when my books start to open some stuff, um, I was able to get a lot of Houston plus three. Uh, I think Houston should be favored. And I think by the time this game goes off, Houston will be favored. Uh, but in the simplest terms, I look for a number that I think is incorrect. Texas Tech favored by seven points opening week neutral side against Houston. That's incorrect. I don't think Houston is going to win by eight or more points and cover, or excuse me, Texas Tech is going to win by eight or more points and cover that spread. Um, I saw that number. I was like, Houston, seven point dog. I think they're going to be favored. The line has told me that I might have been on the right track. You know, you never know until they play the game. But Let's come way down, right? Yeah, way so down, it right? Came, it opened as Texas Tech six and a half, according to, to what I'm looking at right now. And it's down to anywhere from like two to one and a half or one. Yeah, yeah. So so I'm looking for a mispriced game. Mispriced is another term for sort of incorrect number or, you know, uh, a, a lot of uh, content websites love to have a headlines that say wrong team favored tonight you know take this bet wrong team favored i mean that's getting a little cheesy and silly um and sensational but in the case of houston and texas tech i saw that line and i thought is the wrong team favored very literally like <laughs> uh so and then you know next week when we actually get into these pods where we're picking games i could talk about why and you know the state of texas so- tech currently and so um, the Texas Tech Houston game is actually kind of an interesting uh, game that you pick out because I want, it leads me to a question that I have for you, um, especially in these early season games. How much of our recency bias, like we view Houston as, you know, like a, a team that likes to make waves and, you know, uh, disrupt the power five or kind of, you know, like a Boise State. You know, we see these matchups. You know, we don't, we're not as familiar with Houston, uh, you know, as an, as an average fan, you know, probably don't keep up with Houston during the off season, all that kind of stuff, but we just see Houston. We know that, you know, they could have a pretty good offense, you know, go for it. And then like, we're just, that's that recency bias is affecting the bets being put down and driving that price down versus, you know, I know you can see it's big money or, or, or not big money, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, how much of that plays a factor early on in the season? In the, when we're talking about the context of a line move. Um, the only reason these lines are moving is is because of respected bets that are coming in, uh, you know, in these few weeks leading up to week one. Um, none of these line moves are because Joe Public is sort of remembering how Houston did in their bowl game. 
and I don't know if I'm entirely gotcha. answering, you know, your, no, your question, no, and that's kind of, yeah, I wasn't sure I was actually asking the question very well, but uh, in my head, I have it, but trying to verbalize that came out kind of a mess. Uh, but, but yeah, basically, you know, like Joe Blow sees, you know, Houston, Texas Tech hasn't been very good recently. Houston, you know, has a great offense. We can, you know, they're going to do something. They might actually win that game and they'll bet on Houston. How much of that is, you know, brings that price down. It, when it's, when it's your neighbor who just likes Houston and he's betting one or 200 bucks, uh, the line is not moving at all because he made that wager. That's, that's my opinion. And I think it's, I think it's correct. You know, that, that line is moving because a handful of guys, 10, 20, 50, a hundred are saying this line is wrong. And I'm going to get down as much as books are going to allow me to get down a month out from the season, which isn't that much, by the way, people, you know, it's not like people are making million dollar bets here on Houston. You get 15 or 20 different accounts or groups or guys across the country that bet Houston for 2000, 3000, 5000 each, you know, that's enough for books to say, Oh, we're moving this thing. We're wrong. So, you know, you don't need, $10 $10 million from one guy in Las Vegas. It's like 20 different guys betting two, three, four thousand $4,000 each where they say, okay, we're wrong here. All right. This has been, this has been awesome. Um, we are going to talk to our good friend, Albie Shore of uh, Tortillas and Takes about the tech bet here in just a minute. We'll be right back. Hello, Frog fans. I'm Melissa Trebowasser, and this is the Hit the Horn podcast, your source for all things PCU Athletics. And I'm Colin Post, and together we'll keep you up to date on all things Horn Frog Sports, providing perspective as two people that cover TCU and are also fans of the Frogs. Each week, we'll recap the biggest games on the schedule, including football, basketball, soccer, volleyball, and more. So when you're looking for the latest news, insights, and even our opinions, be sure to hit the horn and give us a listen. Albie, what's up, man? What is up? I literally just hopped off my flight, made it home like five minutes before 10. So just awesome. for you, oh, wow. just for you, Philip. This is for the children. Okay. This is really yeah. for the children. Man, F them kids. I don't care about them kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, this will be great. I'm, that's I'm getting so released. <laughs> by, the, by the way, I'm the, uh, I'm the gentleman who's oh, the yeah. Oh, yeah. I think Texas Tech is going to go under their win total of four and a half. But what a great, I don't know, it's, I'm just so happy someone's on the other side saying, let's make a really cool wager and help some groups out and see what happens. I love so it. So I, I will say this, you made the, you made the wager, and uh, I think you're absolutely ridiculous. But I respect the fact that you've up the game <laughs> and you've taken on all hate. I love that. And I love you oh. for that. Um, yeah, it's still well, a wild wager. It's a wild bet. And uh, you should get crucified for it as you have. Um, <laughs> It's, but it's, it's like, if I lose, it's good, right? I'll feel good losing. Let's, let's, um, are we recording? I hope we're recording this. Oh yeah. I haven't stopped. Yeah. Oh, good. Talk, okay. talk three reasons why it's a, a horrible bet. Hold on, let me, let me get the setup here. So for, cause yeah, I, yeah. we're let's, just going to cut in listeners. weirdly here. Yeah, just jump there's right no in reason here. to waste all of this. Um, okay. So here, here's what happened. 
Daniel came on the show back on our June 3rd episode, and we talked about, uh, at the time, we'd had the win totals come out for early in the season. They always come out, you know, back in June. Um, and we went team by team and made our picks, and and we got to Texas Tech, which was at four and a half, and Daniel basically said that uh, he just didn't see any way that Texas Tech could hit the over four and a half. And it's the fact that he decided to put, I think it was a couple hundred bucks at that point down, mm-hmm. um, in case it didn't. It would give it to a charity in, in uh in Lubbock and me being the um the producer and, and advertiser i am put that little bite <laughs> the put poster, it on, yeah. on twitter by itself and got the texas tech fans a rolling um and through back and forth between and daniel was awesome about it mm-hmm. and had a lot of fun with tech fans and they all i think for the most part enjoyed just the conversation and uh and albie our good friend decided to and and the rest of the guys over there at tortillas and takes decided to counter and say okay um, if if Texas Tech doesn't hit the over, if they do go under four and a half, that t- tortillas and takes would donate five hundred dollars to a charity of Daniel's choosing. And Daniel, I believe, got bet all the way up. And make sure I get these numbers right. Up to eight hundred dollars now. If Texas Tech, uh, no, wait, how am I getting? I'm getting the backwards. Yeah. No, if yeah, if Texas Tech hits the over, I'm paying. I got. I lose paying. my bet. If yeah, the, if Texas the Tech over. goes over. I got to yeah. pony up the money. And it's and it's five hundred bucks here. Well, yes. remember we did we, the other the three hundred dollar person. We we can't find them now, which no. is you know maybe they 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 now see that Texas Tech ain't gonna do it, and they're not in their DMs. Uh, so, but I said but, no. We're staying we're staying true to five hundred. We're staying true to five hundred. No, I love that. So yeah. Texas Tech goes over. They're four and a half. Yeah. I'm paying. Alba, you got to go find some good people who deserve this money. I'm, I'm happily making a donation. I mean, considering uh, also, actually, I can even tell you the charity now. I know Jeremy had some in mind, but considering what has happened, uh, team, team Luke, hope for minds. I definitely think that is a great charity to donate to anyone listening. Team Luke. Uh, unfortunately, Luke Stegel did just pass away uh, from COVID complications, but uh, um, that's a great organization over there. Uh, and that's, that's the one. Okay. I love that. So, so team Luke, Luke rooting for Texas Tech, and I'm ponying up 500 bucks when they hit the over. Yes. Now look when they hit the over. When yes, I love the positivity. Now look if they they stumble and they have some problems, which I think they might, and I could be wrong. That's okay, but I think they're going to come in somewhere around three or four games. You know what's you know what's really going to piss me off is that like at the Texas game. Like Tyler Shucks, something's going to happen to him. Half the team is going to have, you know, like a, a complete outbreak, COVID outbreak, and like forfeit three games in a row. And the season goes to crap. And then I'm like, well, damn it. <laughs> 500 bucks. It's gone. Well, really? I, I will feel <laughs> we'll, we'll figure something no, out. If, no, no, if the season gets all screwed up because of COVID, maybe we'll just both lose and we'll both have no, to donate. You know what? I will pull, like even that. if that happens, I'll, I'm not a sore loser. I'll, I'll go with it. I'm like, hey. Because the way I look at it, if we go under, then we get a new head coach and we kind of restart it. We call it a day. Uh, like, I, it's a it's a win win. Okay, it's it's funny looking at that. Uh, that clock is ticking for Wells. Yeah. We're gonna know by October if if he's done or not. Yeah. We might know. I mean, Philip and I are on record as saying it was the worst hire at the time for the four Big Twelves that made was uh, the four Big Twelve schools that made. I mean, then less miles happened. Well, less miles things. That's true. But it was not a hire we were um, super excited about. Now, I'm coming to this cult. 
I, I didn't have this previous history, so I, I'm hearing this. But Albie, I need to know. Wait, you don't listen to reason. the podcast that you're on in the off season, Chris? Every every episode, don't was... miss one. Um, but Albie, I need to know the top three reasons because I'll be honest, I'm maybe siding with Daniel on this one because I don't. That, the fifth win looks iffy. Well, so I don't there's know where the four. fifth win comes from. To me, there's four. Well, I'll tell you three reasons. I'll give you three reasons. So reason number one, schedule's not that tough, right? So that's reason number one. I mean, we start off the year, U of H is not a good team. I do want to point that out there. Like, I think a lot of people think that Houston is going to upset some things, et cetera, et cetera. They're not a good team. Um, but even – even Betters are disagreeing right now. They're really – actually, so it's a push game now, shockingly enough. I don't know. I'm actually – I think we were uh, the underdogs initially. Now it's a push game. Um but uh, you're right, a backwards. almost a touchdown favorite. You were a, touch, you were a touchdown favorite. It's oh. now Texas Tech by like one and a half or one. That's that's not a that's not a good. Houston's not a good team. They're simply not a good team. That's, <laughs> that's that team sucks. That's I, I, I watched them in the offseason. I'm like this is not a, this is a this is a they are going to be calling for um uh name escapes me for a second. Holgerson. Hogerson. Hoagie is not going to be very very uh well liked by the end of the year in Houston. Um, so, but even, even hypothetically speaking, I will say this, if we lose game one, the schedule gets a little iffy because like I said, he's not very good. So if we lose that game, it's questionable, but even if we lose that game and we have SFA, FIU, two gimmies, Kansas should SFA, SFA. No, don't do this, Daniel. Don't no, do look, it. I'm not saying SFA isn't going to win. They're not. They're not a pushover rollover team. That's, that's not, not Sam, just, wait, wait, that's not Sam Houston. You're right. That, that's not the team. It was in the championship F. game this no. morning. No, no, this is this is this Stephen is, F. Austin. Stephen F. Austin. Yeah, they're not. Okay. Look, they're not good, but it's like they're not. I'm just, I'm just. That's not just some roll mm. the team out there and, and Texas Tech just wins by forty and everyone's happy. That's all I'm saying. It's just not <laughs> Houston Baptist. Um, continue. Uh, <laughs> okay, Phil. I don't. Need, I don't need that negativity around here. Okay, I don't need that. But even I'll put like so. Let's start. So even last year where we were. Okay, so so right? point one is extremely contentious so far. So no point one. The schedule's not that tough. We have act just to help out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you SFA. I'm gonna give you FIU. Yeah, SFA, you okay. FIU. You got, the, got those two. Okay, you got, you got you're going can. to the Texas two and one. You go to Texas two and one. Oh, you're going to Texas three and now. First of all, I mean, I'll just point that out. <laughs> okay, we're going to Texas three and now. So okay. the, how I've had the schedule is you're going to Texas three and now. You have the next three games are Texas, West Virginia, TC. You win one of those three games. Okay. You have Kansas, Kansas State. You sh- should win both. Should win both. But even yeah. if we lose Kansas State at home, parents family weekend at home against a Kansas State team. Even if we lose that game. We end the game, we end the season at Baylor, which would give us at a, a bad season, a very bad season to that point, would give us our fifth win. No, you're not. And that's worst case scenario. If, if, you get case fifth, scenario. If, if you get the fifth win, it's going to happen October 23rd at home versus K-State. Uh, K that's if I, you get it. I have, I have right now, yeah, I know I have right now our fifth win being, um, yeah, actually, I have our fifth win being Kansas, October so, 16th. Where do you see the win between at Texas, at uh, West Virginia, and then playing TCU? We so if I had to put my money, I would have home against TCU. Not because I think, not because, not because (laughs) I think, not because I think that TCU is not good. I actually have them third in the conference. It's because for whatever reason, Tech plays very well against TCU, just as bad as Matt Wells plays against Kansas. 
Tech plays very well against TCU. So that's that's uh, but I do think one of those games, one I don't think Texas is as good as people say they are. I'm not saying we're gonna win that game. I just it's one of the I, I'm picking us to win one of those three. I don't think Texas is as good as they are. I think the game we're least likely to win out of those three is at West Virginia, actually. But uh, at Texas, home against TCU, one of those two will be a dub. I look I look forward to chirping back and forth all season. Uh, you know talking a little smack after every win after every loss i look forward to it now look when they come up short and they only win three or four games i want to let you know you're being very generous okay i'm splitting the 500 bucks between two groups okay Okay. there's a uh we're doing uh the bay area chapter of meals on wheels they uh you know feed elderly people that need help uh people that need people to come I and visit Knox, say what's up. You got everything you need. So we're going to give $250 to that Bay Area chapter for Meals on Wheels. And the other group is a group called Nobody's Perfect Dogs. They pull dogs that need uh, uh, some sort of surgery or medical treatment, and they're in kill shelters. They pull them out. They raise the money to get them the procedures they need to be healthy, and then they put them into permanent homes. So I'm going to thank you in advance for your generous donation. Are these to donations group? to also help us get into the Pac-12? Is this what it, can I put on there? Like, as, <laughs> so, so that's, that's who, uh, that's who you're uh, going to be donating to this season. Well, so, yeah, well, so I didn't even say my, so that's, the schedule is only reason number one though. I got, I got, I got, I really, I got a bunch. Of oh, we're t- oh, there's more. There's bunch oh, of- I, I was going to get to that. Much we more. So I've only talked about one <laughs> yeah. point. There's a I bunch there was more. <laughs> oh yeah. There was a bunch more. So I'll say this also. And I, I, I first, before I even continue, I'm usually a pretty pessimistic person. Most tech fans at this point. are. This is the only off season that I can remember since I've been podcasting that I've been telling people we're going to be much better than we think that people think we're. Like the, I, I, I don't think usually I'm saying we're going to be much worse. All right. I think this is the first time in the wealth. This is the first time in probably five years that I have us going to a bowl. Four years. Oh, gosh, we are on different. You must have some yeah. killer assistance. So I'll say this. Um, Wells doesn't do well when he doesn't have great assistance. He has really good assistance. That's actually wasn't even one of my points, but thank you for bringing that out. I appreciate that. You helped me out, Chris. All right, he has very fantastic appointments, including one of his assistants, Derek Jones, came from Duke. Uh, I, we call him on our podcast, the Toys of Teas and Takes podcast, plug, plug, um, that uh, he is your favorite coach's favorite coach. He's a big reason Zach McPherson got drafted last year. Zach McPherson went from nobody to somebody. Deepest secondary we've had since the 2015 team. Well, no, deepest secondary I've said we have, we've had since Ruffin McNeil. Um, not very top heavy, but deep. Somebody gets beat, you can pull somebody else in. We haven't been able to have that for years. Linebacking crew, one of the best in the conference. I'll say that again. Linebacking crew is one of the best in the conference. Uh, D lines. Ex- I'll agree there. I'll yeah, agree there. D lines exact opposite of the secondary. Not very deep, but very top heavy. Our starting line is really good. Can really good good at run defense, which we haven't had in a while. Our run defense has been just as shoddy as our secondary has. Um, but our D line is is stronger than usual. We actually have potential NFL players on defense, which we haven't had in quite some time. That's outside of like onesie, twosie people. That's my reason number two. And the defense is better than usual. Much better than usual. Not just better, because that's better is not enough. Much better. <laughs> yeah, I was not, I was <laughs> better, no, not better than 100. Dig on, dig on Texas Tech hey, too much, but come at me. No, better than 105th is defense. Well, is the selling point you think it is. Not. Not 
the second worst defense in the conference, which is better than I've been able to say about Tech's defense since I was there over a decade. So that's okay. that's, 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 okay. that's my reason number two. Okay. No, that's fair enough. Um, and then reason number three is that we no longer have um, – damn, I'm forgetting names all over the place. Philip, help me out. Offensive coordinator for us last year. Uh, the new guy said he can't be. The old guy was. Yes, uh, I, we are. No, that's yes, Yost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yost. No, no, Yost. Yeah, 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 Yost. We don't long have Yost. Yost. Oh my God! When it comes to as far as I, and it's funny because if you talk to TCU fans, right? For them, they're happy because they no longer have Cumbie. Um, mm. But Cumbie, one man's trash is another man's treasure. Thanks, Phil. I was just about to be making the words of my mouth. We work well together. You see that? Um, so not having Yost, not necessarily having that slow, methodical offense, not having a problematic quarterback, you're going in with no quarterback controversy for the first time since Mahomes. Um, I, that's going to, and Shuck doesn't have to be a first round draft. He doesn't, he just has to be better than Bowman was last year at the end of last year. And that's it. That's not really a high ball. That's it's, you just have to be better than the last guy. And we're going to have a pretty good team. We actually have a good team around him. And a deep team full of players. That's and that's my reason number three. I can keep going if you want me to. I'm I'm, I'm ready. I have this team so, will go to a bowl. Quick question. Yeah, I have no doubt. Quick question. You might not know off the top of my head because I don't. Um, most amount of wins under Mahomes in a season. Less seven. Right. Probably six. No, no, it was seven. It was the year we went against LSU in the in the Texas Bowl. We were seven and five. We lost to LSU yeah. seven and six. Literally the greatest player of all time, and seven. Well, yeah, I mean, look, I don't know. Let me tell you something. You're, you're he, he was not the. Hold on, hold on. That he he was not the reason that they were that bad. Then he wasn't. Uh, everybody else was. <laughs> so no, I'll Fair say this: the reason why, like, you're preaching the choir when it comes to that. I mean, I was I wanted Kingsbury gone after his. Yeah, I'm still. US I'm a little salty about it. I I I'm a big Mahomes fan. I love Mahomes, yeah. and uh, ever since. Play. He paid was his that- dues, and now he gets to be with yeah. the Chiefs and winning Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. Like that's yeah, that's true. yeah. I mean, that worked out to me. I'm actually a Chiefs fan, so that I was super happy so, about that yeah, happening. Yeah. So, uh, nah, it's it's um, Kingsbury set the program back quite a bit. Uh, but he, I'll, I give Kingsbury this credit. This is what I always give Kingsbury this credit. He did something that um, Leach wasn't the best at, which is he consistently got guys to leave. Uh, not just Mahomes, but there's actually quite a few Red Raiders in the league. I, I would argue, I think right now there's more Red Raiders in the NFL at one time than we've had since the spike got gifts. Um, Leach wasn't great at getting guys in the league. Leach wasn't great at getting you. You hear about some of the stars like Amendola and stuff, but he wasn't good about getting like a consistent level of guys in the NFL. Kingsbury did a decent job at that, um, but because of that, we had absolutely zero depth in any position from the beginning of his stay to the end of it. And then when Wells came in, he was kind of had kind of a, a bare, a bare chest. Now Wells has done much a uh, great job as far as making good decisions when we need him to make good decisions. And that's, that's the only thing I honestly believe that will get in, in Tech's way of making a bowl game is Wells getting his own, getting in his own way. The team is good enough to go to a bowl game. Like anybody, if you remove Texas Tech and put Texas on the chest, Oh, this is the projections are completely different, but, it's Matt Wells as a head coach. And yeah, it's mostly Matt Wells as a head coach. Nobody trusts him. 
And it's never good. Like I didn't think Tech actually had the, the gumption to potentially fire him after four after uh, uh, four years. Uh, but when your AD gives you that vote of confidence at the end of the year, that's uh, mm. <laughs> that's that's a that's a that's a you better you better make this right type of situation. So, ironically, it's not actually it's it's not a vote of confidence. It's a vote of yeah. It's a warning. It's a shot across the bow for your uh, for your life, yeah. for your career at least. <clears throat> Albie, uh, Daniel, I am excited about following the tech bet. Hope everybody does. This will be we're we're, we're going to be jawing every time Texas Tech gets a win on October Twitter. I can 16th. already feel it. October sixteenth will be our fifth win. Mark it. Uh, I I almost hope for drama's sake it's the Baylor game at the end of the year. <laughs> oh, honestly, honestly, if it gets down to the Baylor game, I'll probably just write the check. <laughs> not that not that i don't think we can beat baylor but mostly because we'll deserve to have had a four-win season if it gets down to the day i think it's down to the baylor game it's like screw it but what i, I, I mean who are like what any of y'all are gonna watch that game it's gonna be a battle of the arguably maybe even the two worst teams in the conference the if it's for their fifth win yeah i'm gonna watch <laughs> the game because i am no, I'm I'm the emotionally invested now i'm, I'm, emotionally I'm invested. just gonna write, i'm just gonna write the check i'm just gonna say daniel you know what just just take it I might after after the Oklahoma State game for four and seven. I might just say, you know what, screw this. I'm just writing the check now and just sending it out. I'm already going to be having my list of future Texas Tech head coaches ready to go. You know, I hope they don't let him on a flight to Waco. We're still four and seven (laughs) going into going into that one. That's that's going to be that's going to be bad. Well, Albie, we'll uh, we'll save the uh, who should be Texas Tech's new head coach for an episode around November. That sounds about right. We'll get you back for that. Albie, it's always a pleasure, man. Everybody, uh, go check out Tortillas and Takes. It's absolutely fantastic. Part of remind me the uh, the network name. Guns Up Nation, Guns Up Nation Podcast Network. Uh, Tortillas and Takes. We do good things. We have some other podcasts on the network as well. But right now, you're talking to me, so I'm the only one that matters. Um, That's yeah. all that matters. That's all that matters. Albie, always a pleasure. Daniel, Chris, guys, uh, I am so psyched for the season to get started. I'm psyched to make picks next week for our first games. We're gonna have a we're gonna have a full episode next week because we got ten Big Twelve games to pick, and I'm I don't care if it goes long over an hour. I'm I'm so ready to actually like talk about college football that I'm if it's a two parter, the two parter will make it work. I got my I'm ready to go. I got my picks. I did my homework. Yeah, looking forward to ready to start breaking it down. So I'll be there. I well, want a five. Nice. I, I just want a a thirty second segment of me laughing at Daniel like the Tech BT thing. I can't oh, wait I for want. that episode. I can't wait for well, that. I episode. mean, by this time next week, by this time next week, I might be able to take Texas Tech as an underdog. Or or, or I'll be crying for thirty seconds because if we lose to Houston, then yeah, it's, it's the bet gets tight. <laughs> you just after the game is over, you record whatever you want, and I will I will play it for Daniel here yes. on the pod. There we go. Okay. Mm. <laughs> There we go. Oh, I like uh, it. You guys have been awesome. Thank you very much. Uh, of course, we'll be back next Thursday. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and then I will be right back with the CEO of Symbol, uh, the new sponsor for the 1012 Network. And uh, we'll talk to you guys on Monday. The football season starts this weekend. Are you prepared? Are you prepared for Big 12 games to start next Friday? Because if you're not, then here's what you need to be doing. You need to go to homefieldapparel.com. You need to check out the most comfortable vintage college sports apparel you will find anywhere. They've got more than 100 schools, and they've got Big 12 schools on the list. Texas, Oklahoma State, Texas Tech, Baylor, and Iowa State. And they are the best apparel you will find 
for any of those schools anywhere. You need a Bevo shirt? They got it. You want a Pistol Patty shirt? It's one of my absolute favorites. They've got it. You need a marching size shirt for Iowa State? It's there. Flying tortillas? Yep. Look, we talk about home-filled apparel all the time, and there's a reason that we do so because, well, A, they're an advertiser, but B, they're an advertiser we love. Big new Saturday season two continues. They added some great new schools. <laughs> Boise State's getting added this week. Sorry, Oklahoma. And if they have a shirt that commemorates the Statue of Liberty play, I'm I'm totally buying it. I, I don't care. I am that level of petty as both an Oklahoma State fan and a fan of a conference where that team that, that uh, by Boise State beat is leaving. Guys, join the thousands of college sports fans who have become fans of home field apparel of people who love college football and have now turned their entire wardrobe into t-shirts from home field apparel who wear the doggers the sweaters the hoodies the baseball tees go to homefieldapparel.com use the promo code network 12 and get 15 percent off your first order don't forget that all orders of 70 dollars or more get free shipping and yeah you're not gonna just buy one thing you're gonna spend 70 dollars, so you're gonna get to use for get free shipping like you're gonna it's gonna be amazing Go to homefieldapparel.com, promo code NETWORK12, 15% off your first order. Make sure to follow them on Twitter. It is absolutely one of the best Twitter follows you will have. Be rocking the best, most comfortable vintage college sports apparel this football season. So very excited to welcome the CEO of Symbol, the new 1012 network sponsor here on the show to talk about what Symbol is. Kenneth Giles, welcome to the 1012, sir. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it. Excited to be here and really excited about our, our partnership moving forward. As am I. You know, I, I, I talk about often, like, I really want to make sure that we are very particular about what brands we bring on to advertise here. Like, I've done ones I regretted in the past. We won't worry about those anymore. But I, I really want to find things that both interest me as a consumer and that I feel like fit college football and college sports niche, particularly because that's that's who our listeners are. So I'm really excited to talk about Symbol with you today. Um, so for those who, who maybe missed last or Monday's episode where we kind of formally introduced it as our new sponsor, Symbol is a stock market for sports teams. Um, so Kenneth, kind of, kind of explain what that means to everybody. Yeah, absolutely. So as you mentioned, Symbol is the stock market for sports. So our platform and the goal of our platform is to allow fans to invest in shares of their favorite professional or collegiate sports teams, just like they'd invest in companies in the, in the stock market. So our goal is really to combine two growing industries. You know, sports gambling is becoming more and more popular, and so is stock market investing. But what we realize is a lot of sports fans are left out of the stock market, you know, because they don't have time to go through balance sheets. They don't have time to read annual reports, right? They're, they don't want, they don't care about going deep dives into companies, but what they do know is sports, right? They track their favorite team. They track, you know, off season workouts who, you know, the, the signing coming into their, their program, they track the performance of their teams. So this market is designed as a stock market for sports fans. So they can trade sports teams just like other people trade stocks. So we're really excited to, to offer this new and, and revolutionary platform to allow people to make money off their sports knowledge. See, I, and I love this um, because it is like, I'm, I'm not going to get a stock market. I'm not interested in trying to understand crypto. Uh, I have people who manage my retirement fund. I'm, I'm just not going to, I've never been someone who got into that much to my, my poor grandmother's chagrin, who always wanted me to love the stock market like she does. And I've just always been like, okay. Um, but I mean, this is something that we pay attention to. We love college football. We, we live and breathe by this stuff and dig and dive and read all this stuff. So 
you know, it's, it's an opportunity to kind of put your, your money where your research is and your passion is. Now, I, one of the things that we've talked about, you and I before, is this is not traditionally gambling. This is, the symbol is available to use and, and invest in in all 50 states across the United States. Um, kind of explain, like, what is the difference between this and gambling? How does it differ from straight, you know, putting money down on a game? Yeah, absolutely. So that's actually one of the things we're really excited about is that we are not gambling. So um, one way to think about symbol is it's a long-term investment or a long-term bet in sports. So when you go place a wager, you know, say, you know, you're, uh, uh, what's your college team? I We've talked about this. Uh, Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State. That's right. Thank you. Oklahoma State. So you could go place a wager on Oklahoma State to cover the spread minus three and a half against Oklahoma. Well, they'd probably be underdogs. So plus three and a half. Right. You could place a wager on a game where you bet $20 at the end of the game, you either win $19 or you lose $20 and that's the end of it. Symbol does not operate that in that we don't accept wagers. What happens on the symbol market is you buy a virtual share in a team that is yours indefinitely. So you come onto the market, you buy a share and that share is yours for as long as you choose to hold it. And that way it does not classify as gambling because there's no ending time period to it. You choose when you want to sell out or however long you want to hold it. So that allows us to operate in all 50 states, which is really exciting. Um, and the other thing too is, is on our market is it's more sustainable than say gambling. For example, we talked about betting on a game where at the end of the game, you lose hundred percent of your money or you win hundred percent of your money, right? That's kind of the nature of gambling. The symbol market is a long-term market that allows your share to increase or decrease in value over time, creating a more sustainable investment opportunity. So for the people that are maybe more risk averse who, you know, don't want to lose, you know, a bunch of money at one time on a weekend symbols, the perfect market because of the long-term aspect of it. Yeah. So explain to everybody, I love this stuff, but like explain to everybody how you actually make money. Like we talk about stocks and I think the general view on stocks is a little bit confusing sometimes to, to some people like you sell stocks and you get profits from it. And then you, re but like how, what are the different ways that people who use symbol actually make money? Yeah, absolutely. There are two, uh, two ways to essentially make money in the symbol market. The first is what we call win payouts. So every time a team you own wins, you own share in Oklahoma State, you own one share. Every time they win, you get 50 cents deposited into your account. So that is the first way we call win payouts. Every time a team you own wins, you earn cash. Um, so for college football and NFL football, it's 50 cents per share per win. And then it's different for the other leagues just based on the number of games. So the more shares you own in a team, they win, the more money you earn from that. So that's the first plain and simple. The best part about that and why we like it is if a team you own loses, you don't lose anything automatically to back to us. And that's the other reason why we're not gambling is you own a share of Oklahoma State, they lose, you don't lose anything. So there's only upside there. The second way to make money or quote unquote lose money is share price going up or down. So say you own Oklahoma State and they go and they kick the crap out of Oklahoma. They look really good. They look awesome. The rest of the market will, yeah, hey, there you go. The, my heart. <laughs> the, uh, the rest of the market will look at this Oklahoma State team and be like, oh my gosh, they're a lot better than we thought. Therefore, they're going to earn us more win payouts. So therefore we're willing to pay more for them. So then they will go up in value. And if you are a shareholder of Oklahoma State, you can buy low and sell high to earn that profit. Now, the share price appreciation also comes with the negatives. What if you own a share of Oklahoma? They lose to Oklahoma State. The rest of the market's like, oh man, they're actually not as good as we thought they were. They're not going to earn us as many as much cash on win payouts. So therefore, I want to sell them because they're not as valuable. So that's the other way to make money is this whole share price moving up or down. So 
if you can predict which teams are going to be good in the future or which teams are going to sustain success, you can earn a lot of money on share price going up. On the flip side of that, if you own a team that gets worse, you can also lose money on the share price going down. Yeah, this is like, this is, I mean, it is investing. This is a, a long-term thing. It's not just making a bet with your buddies for a one-time bet. This is, you want to put a little money into something and, and see if you can make money off of it and grow over time, um, which which I think is really fun and unique and something that people would be interested in just because, you know, it's, sometimes it's nice to just throw a bet down on a game. But if you're really invested in this stuff, I'm like, you now you can, I mean, emotionally and, and, and from a time standpoint, now you can invest a little money in it as well. Um, so... Explain here. One of the things that, that you and I kind of talked about early on is, you know, college football. You guys have been doing this for a little over, or just about a year now. Um, college football launched in July, which is you know, which is super cool that this is new, and we love getting in on new things. Um, but I mean, I'm looking at the, the share prices for the teams. The most expensive one is Ohio State is seventy dollars and seventy eight cents a share. Oklahoma is the next closest at sixty four sixty seven. It is a lot of money to buy an Ohio State share. No, thank you. Uh, Iowa State's at fifty six seventy one. It's crazy. Um, all the way down to the cheapest share you can buy right now by by a long shot is Kansas at eleven twenty seven. And yes, I'm I'm we we're we put some money in. I'm I'm buying a Kansas share, folks, because that is what we call a long term investment. It can't get much lower. Um, but like, how did these initial share prices get set when this launched? Yeah, good question. So when we launch a new league, uh, we do what's called an initial share offering. So that is us introducing an entire league to the market. So for college football in July, you mentioned it. We uh, set out to sell 100 shares of every college football team in the Power Five. So 65 college football teams. We hold what's called an initial share offering period where it is symbol selling the shares to our user base. So right now we have just over 7,000 open accounts. So amongst those people, they bought the shares from us during this initial share offering period. Now, as of August 1st, the initial share offering period ended and now the market is live. So users are trading back and forth with each other and symbols now out of it. We're just operating a platform that allows users to buy and sell shares with each other, creating the market. So to go back to the question of how are they initially set? So we basically have our own little you know, mini pricing algorithm that predicts how many win payouts is a team going to earn over the next five years. So we go through, we look at, you know, Vegas win totals. We look at projections for the next five years. We look at some recruiting and we basically say, Hey, to us, Ohio state is most likely to earn the most win payouts over the next five years because they are the best team in their conference by far. Now, a lot of people look at this and be like, well, why isn't Alabama first? You know, they've won how many national champions, all this stuff. Well, Alabama's competing with Georgia and LSU and Florida, right? All these very good teams in the SEC. Ohio State is by, you know, by far the best team in their conference. Same thing with Oklahoma. So when we're looking at pricing these teams, we say, hey, according to us, Ohio State is going to win the most games over the next five years, Oklahoma second, Bama third, et cetera. Now, that was during the initial share offering period. That's over now. So now it is the users that are dictating the prices. So if you've already looked at, you know, Kansas has decreased quite a bit since the, the market launch. They're still at the bottom. Um, but that was the market determining, hey, you know what? I don't think Kansas is going to win a lot of games the next couple of years. Or, you know, a team that went up um, was, or excuse me, another team that went down was Clemson, right? Clemson is, is, a, is a powerhouse, but there might be some question marks at quarterback, right? They have a quarterback and a new running back that have never played a, you know, a game before. So that's where the market's starting to dictate of, hey, you know, I think these teams were a little bit overpriced or under, underpriced, and here's why. Yeah. Some of these are, it's really interesting. Um, some of the, if you wanted to kind of utilize this as like, this is how people are almost power ranking teams over the next year, two or three or four. 
like looking at this is really interesting because I think there are some surprises in here as to where things are valued. Mississippi State being a higher share price than Florida is crazy to me. Uh, Oklahoma State's ahead of Texas. Um, I'm going to give everybody the one that I'm like, this is the one I'm buying. Kansas State is the second lowest Big 12 team at $29.79 a share. They're below Baylor. They're below Texas Tech. I mean, they are almost a full $10 cheaper than a share of Texas Tech, which is just, I don't, I cannot wait to buy one. Um, this is this is so much fun. I love this. Like, I, I am so excited to have you guys. I'm so excited to talk about this. You guys also have NFL, MLB, NBA um, that is available as of right now. Um You've got Power Five. I'm just. I've got some questions I haven't asked you before, so I don't know answers. Is is G five something that you guys are going to look at adding into this as well? Yeah, we're we're going to look at continue adding more and more sports until you know we've got all the sports on the platform. So we are going to look at you know adding college basketball. We're looking uh, at adding hockey, um, maybe some soccer stuff to do, and then also the lower tier football football conferences. The reason we did the Power Five is there's 65 Power Five teams, and if you think about the NFL leagues, there's 30. Right. So expanding beyond 65 league or 65 new teams at one time would have been really tough for the market to handle because the market is continuing to grow. More and more people are adopting it. So until we get up to scale with, you know, a million users, um, it'll be hard to maybe sell some of the, uh, you know, North Dakota states or, or uh, BYUs and stuff like that. So yeah. uh, our goal in the future is to continue to add football conferences, especially with the college football landscape changing quite a bit. That also might dictate, you know, how we move forward. It could be pretty interesting if, you know, the Pac-12 starts adding, you know, some of these smaller schools or the Big Ten starts adding some of these smaller schools and making mega conferences. So we'll monitor as it goes, uh, but excited to continue uh, offering new leagues to to get new audiences and assemble. Uh, how many users do you have on the site right now? Uh, we have just over 7,000 accounts. Um, right now, we've got about 2,000 active participants who are trading back and forth. That number fluctuates based on the league. Um, we're really excited about the fall because NFL is our number one sport just because NFL's king. Um, yeah. We're excited about college football because it is our second highest sport. Um, if you look at the share prices of college teams, the average share price is like $40 versus the NBA, the average share price is like $30. So um, just kind of shows you that shows you like people are really excited about college football. Um, NFL average share price is like $47, which is crazy. People are really excited about the NFL. So uh, <laughs> it is one of those markets that does ebb and flow with the seasons, you know, during the off season. Uh, you know, during the dog days of summer, there's not as much trading as, hey, week to week in college football or in the NFL, or it'll be a really active market. This stuff is awesome. I love it. Okay. Um, so, Kenneth, a couple of, uh, of offers that I want to have you kind of explain to everybody. Um, one of them is um, if you sign up and deposit $25 and use the promo code NETWORK12, or we have a, a link in the, the show notes that you can click as well. Um, you can get a free week of Symbol Gold. Kind of explain to everybody, what is Symbol Gold? What is that? Yeah, absolutely. So Symbol Gold is our subscription offering uh, on the platform. So uh, one thing to know about when you come into Symbol, uh, the way we make money is through trading fees on the platform. So when you come in and every time you want to make a trade, it costs you a dollar. Well, we have some really active users who want to be day traders or want to be weekly traders. So we offer a free trading subscription called Symbol Gold which gives you unlimited free trading for the entire year. So it's like $4 a month, it's like $50 for the year. You get unlimited free trading. And then that, that also comes with personalized reports, uh, 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 specific content that we design for your portfolio. Uh, it gives you specific uh, analyst reports on which teams are going up and down. So the symbol gold is designed twofold. One, to lower the fees of trading. And then two, give you specific reports that help you perform better in the market. So by using the promo code, 
Uh, you'll get a month of, of this free trading um, and then the free reports to help you hopefully succeed in the market. That's awesome. Love it. And then you, we have a special one. That is kind of the, the usual one, but you've got a really cool offer uh, for 10, 12 network listeners. This is across the entire network. So I'm very excited about this. Um, what, what are you guys offering our listeners? Yeah, absolutely. We're super excited about this. We've actually never done this before. This is 100% exclusive to the entire 1012 network. Uh, we are offering, uh, we're going to do a drawing for two free tickets to a Big 12 game of your guys' choice. So how that works is every time a new user deposits using a promo code from the 1012 network, so whether that be the 1012 promo code, whether it be the Horn 12, um, and I'm drawing a blank on a few other ones. I think there's okay. we, got, we got five uh, of the network so far. Um, but every time someone signs up using one of the 1012 network promo codes, you'll be entered into a drawing to win two free big 12 tickets of your choice. We're super excited about it um, to, to help send one of your audience members to, you know, their, their, their favorite team's game. Now there is a contingency on this and it's for the entire network to adopt is we need 50 people to sign up for symbol and make a deposit for us to hold the drawing. So we need 50 people to sign up, deposit $25, then we'll do a drawing. And the best part is that 50, if 50 people do it, you have like a 2% chance of winning. So that's pretty exciting there. Um, yeah, so that's, 50 that's is good odds. 50 is good odds. 50 is good odds. So one out of 50. Um, that's what we're really excited about. We've never done this before. This is exclusive to your network. So we're really excited to get your audience in the market and then hopefully give them back something that they really enjoy, which is college football, something that we're passionate about. Um, so we're excited to be able to offer that. Yeah, I, I am thrilled to have you guys on for the season. I'm thrilled to have you guys as a sponsor here on the network. I'm, and this partnership is super cool. I love getting on, th on things kind of early, you know, before things get wild and crazy. And, and having the opportunity to have literally the CEO of the company come and join the show. Um, it's one of the reasons we're, we love having Homefield. It's one of the reasons I'm excited to have you guys. This this opportunity for this kind of relationship is super cool. I love the opportunity to provide some unique things for our listeners and I'm pumped, man. I'm putting my first 25 in. I'm going to go. I'm going to check out the free week of symbol gold. I'm very excited about it. I'm buying a Kansas share. I'm buying a Kansas State share. I'm just the Kansas State one. Uh, how can you not? It's too low. Um, and I'm excited to see where this thing continues to grow, Kenneth. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Love the support of you guys' network. Um, I got to talk with the other show hosts, too. You guys do a great job. So we're super excited. This is actually our first college football partnership. So we're really excited to launch it with you guys. Um, and excited to get your audience in the market. Obviously, you know, we're biased. Um, I love this market. I have a really passion for, for sports and college sports specifically. Um, I'm on the Big Ten side of things. Go Hawks. Um, but super excited to get your audience in the market and cannot wait to see this partnership grow with you guys. So just to remind everybody, it's symbol.app. So S-I-M-B-U-L-L dot A-P-P, symbol.app. Go check it out. Sign, just peruse for a little bit. Sign up for an account. When you decide to deposit $25, your first $25, go ahead and use that promo code NETWORK12. You'll get a free week of Symbol Gold. Uh, you'll be immediately entered in for the chance to win two tickets to a Big 12 game. Go check it out. Go deposit. Start trading. Uh, and if you do, let us know. Hit us up in, in the Twitter DMs at 1012Network. Um, happy to talk with you about it. Uh, there's some stuff in here called My Teams. We're going to kind of get into some of that later in the season once we kind of start to get used to everything. I'm excited to, to try that out with some listeners. But um, Kenneth, man, appreciate your time, buddy. This is awesome. I, I'm excited for this season. Yeah, I appreciate it, Phil. I appreciate your time. And again, super excited about this partnership. Um, yeah, we'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, obviously, Phil said www.symbol.app. We're a mobile-first web browser. Um, also, at Symbol Exchange, we have a pretty active Twitter. We'll be tweeting out updates there. Um, we do deep dives into teams, what they look like, their projected win totals. So go give us a follow at Symbol Exchange on Twitter. 
um, kind of gives you an insight of the community that we're building with Symbol because we do have a really active Twitter feed with a lot of responses that we're really excited about. So we'd love to hear from you guys, hear any feedback and really excited about uh, football season coming up. Podcast Network.